This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. As we get closer to Purim, so it became, there's a practice predominantly amongst the Hasidim, not all Hasidim, is that starting from the 11th day of Adar, they stop saying Tachanun. That's tomorrow, tomorrow is Yeral of Adar. Why? So there are two classical reasons that are given. None of them, in my humble opinion, are very convincing. One reason is because the Gemara says in Pesachas Megillah that if a person is going to be away for Purim, so he could read the Megillah as early as Yeralef. Obviously Yeralef is not Purim, but a person can be Mekayim the mitzvahs of Kriyas Megillah already from Yeralef, Yudbeis, and Yudgimel. So therefore they write, since Yeralef, Yudbeis, and Yudgimel already days to be Mekayim the Megillah, they have some form of Kedusha, and since they have Kedusha, that's why you don't say Tachnun. The better reason that I saw, which I like a little better, is that they bring down the is differently. Now this is brought down by many chassidish rebbes, chashuvah chassidish rebbes, not chas v'shalom making fun, but it needs a little hesper, it's very shver. It's uh, some uh, hard reasons to explain, not to say tachanum, because you can read the Megillah on Yeralf, Yudbeis, and Gimel. But this minute has been brought down by many, as early as, uh, as uh, Baron Karliner. It's one of the earliest chassidish rebbes. So this is a well-sourced minute amongst the chassidim. But I saw a nice pshat they bring down <coughs> from Yitzchak of Orka. He said, because we know that on Purim there was a new Kabbal Satayra. The Gemara tells us there was a new Kabbal Satayra at Purim. Kimu Kiblu. So he says, just like before the real Kabbal Satayra, we had Shloch Yisimeyak Bola. We had the three days leading up to Kabbal Satayra, where we don't say Tachanun, that's recorded in Shulchan Aruch. So here too, since there's three days before Kabbal Satayra of Purim, we don't say Tachanun. Okay. These turitzim are all fine and dandy, except for the fact that we have a Shulchan Aruch, and the Shulchan Aruch tells us which days we omit Tachanun, and which days we say Tachanun, and it does not count these days as days not to say Tachanun, but it became accepted for many communities that they don't say Tachanun on these days. Then some communities don't say Tachanun even afterwards. They don't say Tachanun, uh, Tezayin, Yudzayin also. And that's much harder to explain, because the Gemara says you can't read the Megillah after Purim. So how do you explain that? So they say, no. They say the Shefa of the Yom Tif continues for a couple days afterwards. Because the Gemara had a Havamina that you could read the Megillah on those days, even though the Gemara rejects it. But since the Gemara is a Havamina, so the Shefa of the Yom Tif continues. Okay. What about Antinus Esther itself? When you say Tachan on Antinus Esther, some, some people say Tainus Esther, that's Antinus. How can you not say Tachan on Antinus? That's the whole idea of the Tainus. It's interesting, there's a Shita from Amram Goin recorded in his Siddur where he writes that we say Tachanun on Purim. He says, we say Tachanun on Purim. We don't pass like this. If you look in Shulchan we don't say Tachanun on Purim. But Rabbi Amram Goyim was of the opinion you say Tachanun on Purim. And he explains, the reason why you say Tachanun on Purim is because Purim is a day about tefillah. Tachanun is a tefillah, it's about kosha. Therefore, it's a very apropos day to say. So what about Antinus Esther? Wouldn't Antinus Esther be the perfect day to say Tachanun? So we know by Mincha, we don't say Tachanun. That's only because it's Erev Yom Tif. What about Tainus Esther in the morning? So some of those who are not saying Tachanun ready from Yeralef will take a stop and say Tachanun on Tainus Esther. Others, no. Others won't say Tachanun even on Tainus Esther. I, it's a Tainus. So they want to be miyash of the minig based on a very important Machoikis Rishonim. It's a fundamental Machoikis Rishonim. We don't have the time to get into it now. What exactly is Tainus Esther? It's a very unique uh, type of fast day. And one of the problems all the Rishonim have is that we have a rule that you're not allowed to have a fast day the day before Yom Tif. Tainus Esther is the day before Yom Tif. How is Tainus Esther allowed to, allowed to take place? So the Mordechai, in the back of the Gemara, he has a whole new pshat. The Mordechai learns that Tainus Esther is not a sad fast day. Because as we all know, it turned out to be good. All the other fast days that we have are sad, depressing, and they're still sad and depressing because things haven't gotten better. 
Mashiach is the only fast day where it ultimately turns out well. When they fasted on your Gimel, which is the way the Mishnah Brewer at least learns what Tainasesta is, so that fast, it was a good fast because afterward they won the war and everything was great. So therefore, it's a different type of fast. So therefore, the Jewish people fasted on your Gimel. No, the Jewish people, look in Rashi in the beginning of Megillah where the Mishnah Brewer quotes it. The Jewish people, yes, they fasted before they went to Muhammad. Zman Kahalali Lachal the Guru Mari says in the beginning of Daf Beis. That's why I said the way the Mishnah Brewer learns. There's three different ways in the Rishayim to learn Tainus Esther. But the way the Mishnah Brewer learns Tainus Esther, like Rashi learns, that since the Jewish people, before they went to battle and Yud Gimel fasted, and therefore we commemorate that fast. The Tainus Esther we can't commemorate. Esther fasted on Pesach. Esther fasted, uh, Esther's fast was on Pesach, except for the Orchlaner. The Orchlaner is a Gaval de Gechap. The Rechlaner says, because everyone has a kasha, how could Mordechai and Esther fast? On Pesach, what happened to the mitzvah of Achilles matzah? So the Rechlaner writes, no, they ate a kezayis, and the Isser fasting is a kaisevis. So they ate enough to be yaitzah matzah, but not enough to be over the Isser achila. The big chap from the Rechlaner. They knew the accurate shiur to know the difference between the They knew, it's not so schwer. We don't know, we don't know. We don't know them, they knew them. That's why Mordechai was a novi, okay. In any case... You know, uh, in any case, that's a stickle toy from the Orchana. But in any case, it doesn't sound like that from the Pesach and the Megillah. But so therefore, says the Mordechai, since, since Tainus Esther is not a sad day, so therefore they want to argue, it's taka, it makes sense that you should omit the Tachlan, because Tainus Esther is not that type of a fast. And the truth is, it has halachic ramifications as well. For example, many Achorinim, not all, many Achorinim hold that if someone gets married during this week, and they're Doich Sheva Brachis, they don't fast Tainus Esther. It's based on a Ritvah. And uh, many Achorinim Paskin that way, Halach Lamaisa, Balyashiv, the Stipler, Bevaja, they all Paskin Halach Lamaisa. If a person gets married during uh, this week, he does not fast Chosin Toich Sheva Brachas, fast Tainus Esther. Because Tainus Esther is a different type of a fast. Rav Moshe disagreed. Rav Moshe held, no, the Chosin does have to fast. Unless it's a Nidche. Rav Moshe held, if it would be a Nidche, then the Chosin would also not have to fast. But uh, many Achorinim held, uh, if a Chosin gets married this week, he doesn't have to fast on Tainus Esther. Another Nafkimina is, is that we know, we've spoken about this many times, is that there's a Chumrah from the Prima God that brought down in the Berhalacha, that on a Tainus, at least Shavas of Atamas and Asar Beteves, that we try to keep it with other, uh, not only do we keep it with Iser of Hamish Nuyim, which Mishtabur already records, but we try to even treat it like the nine days. Shabura, the Baralacha quotes the Prima Godim that on Asar Beteves and Asar Beteves and Shavas of Atamas, you should treat it like the nine days, which means you can't go shopping. Means no haircuts, none of that stuff. So on Tainus Sester, that's for sure not the case. There's no Isra on Tainus Sester to go swimming, haircuts, shaving, all that's mutter on Tainus Sester. They bring a chumma from Rebbe Yasha, which I don't understand exactly why his son-in-law, Abraham Kanevsky, disagreed with him. But Rebbe Yasha felt that you're not allowed to listen to music on Tainus Sester. Even though the Pashta says it's no, it doesn't have any of the choymer of the shame Tainus, but Rebbe Yasha felt you shouldn't listen to music on Tainus Sester, while all the other G'day the Achreinim assumed that it's mutter to listen to music on on Tainus Esther. I guess, you know, people getting ready for Purim, they want to listen to music, that also would be mutter. Many people have the feeling that Tainus Esther like, doesn't count. You know, uh, remember I used to have, I used to teach in the high school, the, the boys used to wake up Tainus Esther, I, I, I don't feel good, I'm not fasting Tainus Esther because it's a very make-all-dicker fast. It is true, it is a make-all-dicker fast, but it still should be treated seriously unless you have a reason that something is bothering you. So if a person has an ailment, they, um, the Marsham has a Gavalt Gechidish. He says, let's say a person says, if I fast on Tainus Esther, I won't be able to enjoy Purim. It's going to ruin my whole Purim. So he passes because you don't have to fast Tainus Esther. Chidish. The Klozen the Begarebbe has a different Chidish. The Klozen Begarebbe says, he's trying to be miyashib the minig why Chidish women don't fast, which we've spoken about before. So the Klozen Begarebbe says, for sure they don't have to fast Tainus Esther. He said, because Tainus Esther is supposed to be the Tikkun before Purim. Uh, we mentioned in the Shir last yesterday that the Ramah brings down, you're supposed to learn before you start the Purim Suda to be a Megan to protect so nothing bad should happen during the meal. 
So the Kozenberg Rebbe said, that's Tainus Esther. And many people uh, drink on Purim and they perhaps put themselves in danger. And therefore you fast on Tainus Esther to like protect yourself. So the Klausenberg Tainid, since the women don't drink on Purim, so they don't need Tainus Esther. That was his Shtikol Teira, to why the women don't have to fast on Tainus Esther. But nonetheless, we take it like a fast, unless a person has a reason why they have to break the fast. A person has a reason why they have to break the fast, and they should uh, make sure to uh, follow the halacha properly. Um, on Erev, on, um, on Tainus Esther, the Ramah brings down a practice to give Machtas HaShekel. So there's actually three different time periods of when to give the Machzah Shekel. Some give it before Mincha, some give it after Mincha, some give it in the morning before Megillah. And according to most Achorinim, you can give it the entire the month of Adar. And Chaim Kineski thinks maybe even after Adar. If you forgot to give it, you can give it later. But what's the idea of it? It's to commemorate the Machzah Shekel that the Jewish people gave in the times of the Beis HaMikdash to bring new carbonates in the month of Nisan. So we give uh, three half dollars. Why do we give three? Because it said, the Ramah explains, it says the word uh, shekel three times, so we give three half dollars. So Ramah Feinstein is quoted as saying that when you take the three half dollars in you should lift it 11 inches off to be magbiyat, to be kainit, and then you put it back down. That's what Ramah writes. That's the way Ramah is quoted by Rabban Felder in his Sefer. So you lift it up, and you put it down, and then you give the money for a donation. Where does the money go for Mach shekel? So some poiskim assume it goes to Aniyam. Some hold it goes to Loim De Teira. Some hold it goes to Ani Eretz Yisrael. And the Aruch HaShulchan says it goes to pay for the shul bills. They say it used to pay the chazan salary. I don't say anything about the rabbi's salary. It says the chazan salary was paid with the machzah shekel. So the point is, the, the machzah shekel can go anywhere that as long as it goes to good, good use. And it should be spent, it should be spent wisely. There's a machlokish rishonim. At what age are you mechuyiv a machzah shekel? Does it start at 13? Does it start at 20? There's subsequently another machlokish rishonim. Are women mechuyiv a machzah shekel? There's a rife from Yerushalmi. So we're machmir or mekel, depending on how you look at it. We generally assume, even though the Ramah writes it starts at 20, we assume it starts at 13. But the practice is that most uh, husbands give for their wives, and they give for their daughters, and they give for their young children also. So if you have a large family, by the time you're done, it's almost like Matan Savyanim already, all the matzah shekel that you're giving. Now the truth is, matzah shekel can't come from Meisim money. However, if you're going to give for your wife and your children, that could come from Meisim money. So let's say, for example, so for you, you can't give, for you yourself, you have to give, that buck fifty has to come out of your pocket. The rest of the money that you use for your wife and for your daughters and your sons and the, and the pregnant women, that can all come from ISA money. That doesn't have to come okay. out of your own pocket. Wives have to give all together. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Some Yishayim have arrived from Yerushalmi. That Yerushalmi says we're not Mimashkin in Isha. We don't force her. But it sounds like if she wanted to, she could give. So she had a Shaykh. Now this whole thing is a minuk. This is not a real chiv, right? So the question is, how far do we go? So the minute today is we just give for everyone. But after yourself, you can give for my some money. The uh, Maril brings down a practice that used to be no yeshiva on Tainus Esther. No one used to come to yeshiva. The boys were too busy on Tainus Esther getting ready for the Sudat Perm, so yeshiva was canceled. That, uh, that practice has long been done, long been done with. Today, Baruch Hashem, we have yeshiva on Tainus Esther. So the Achorinim will point that doesn't mean you're not supposed to learn on Tainus Esther. It means they didn't have formal yeshiva because people were busy, but nonetheless, a person should still try to learn on, on Tainus Esther as well. Again, if a person didn't give the Machsah Shekel on Erev Purim, he can give it Purim morning, he can give it after Purim. The money is always acceptable and it's okay to be Mekayim Deminig even after Purim itself.